0: Or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com/ special offer all lowercase That's shopify.com/ special offer Families have a lot going on. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com Welcome to the Strictly
1: Anonymous Podcast. Strictly anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online.
0: Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problem. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And
1: anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the
0: only good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chains.
1: Here is your host, Kathy.
0: Hey, welcome to On This Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Cartoon Therapy or me at Cartoon Therapy or the show at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, send me an email at Podcast at gmail.com or send, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com uh, and click on be on the show. You could buy my book. I wrote a book. It's like I wrote and drew a book and I don't write or fucking draw, but I did both of those things and I turned it into a book <laughs> and I sell it on Amazon so if you want to buy that book it's like I don't know I think it's a funny book you know my guy doctor guy who's on my show all the time I give him copies all the time and he leaves them on his uh coffee table in his room because you know he fucks a lot of girls in New York so they're all like there's just always random girls in his apartment and they all love my book and they all take it and I always have to like give him more he's like he's like better than Amazon (laughs) but uh it's like a relationship book about all my bad relationships it's kind of funny and it'll make people feel better about their bad relationships. So if you want to buy my book, go to my website shuklinamaspodcast.com and click on buy the book or some shit like that. whatever it says on there. You'll figure it out. <laughs> uh did I say if you want to be on the show? I did. Yeah. Um the guy who's on my show, oh can you if you could write a review, write a review if you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to my show. Uh the guy who I have on today, he actually emailed through my me through my Facebook page. I do have a Facebook page and he was just like, uh You know, his name is Chris and he talked all about like the really like kinky sort of naughty things that he does with guys on the side and he's married. And I didn't know going into this call whether like this was a secret life or something that he did while his wife knew. And so we talk all about that and. It turns out that his wife does know, okay, because I I have to sort of say that now. That doesn't ruin the whole story because we talk about like how, you know, that open relationship with his wife, because he has an open relationship with her, how that started, uh, how that works out between them. And uh, we get into all the kind of things that he does with guys and all the stuff that he did with guys before he met her, after he met her. And then... We talk a lot about because this is what I was most interested about. Because like he does like a lot of like really dirty things, like orgies and trains, quote unquote, <laughs> gangbangs, Maybe not orgies, like maybe gangbangs are called with lots of guys and bathhouses and does stuff like that. And that he keeps private from his wife. And that's what I was like. W- I, that's a little interesting to me because like you know he's got this wife where he's got an open relationship. She knows he sleeps with guys yet he keeps the real raunchy stuff to himself. And I try to get to the bottom of that on the show besides, uh, and besides that we talk all about like the specific things he does, like when he had his first buy experience, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think that this intro is very confusing, but I don't have time to redo another one. So I'm just going to post this shit and, uh, maybe nobody listens to the intro anyway. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And they just like fast forward because I do that when I listen to podcasts. Um, So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Chris.
2: Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? To anyone?
1: To anyone?
2: Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and
1: be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictly podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.
0: Uh, hey, Chris, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with me, Kathy. How are you doing today, Chris?
2: Well, I'm great. Nice to talk with you, Kathy.
0: Yeah. So Chris, you wrote into the show. You're a listener, right? And you have like a lot of really interesting stuff going on. And because you emailed me through Facebook, like there's your picture and your shit. Like normally I don't know anything really about my people. Like as far as like sometimes people try to send me pictures and I don't look at them. But like, you know, they sent me their story and I know your story and you have a lot of stuff that you do with guys on the side, but I'm just wondering, is it a secret thing that you do? Because I see that you're married, right? So I'm just wondering if all the things that you told me that we're going to talk about is on the down low and a completely like secret life that you have, or is this like an open relationship? Like what's the deal?
2: Well, we've been open in the past and I'd say right now we're about 50, 50. Um, My wife and I are both bisexual, and she's got a girl that she's had a relationship, a physical relationship and friendship with for several years. And she knows I'll, once in a while, play with some uh, friends or a coworker here and there. Um, But the, the kinkier stuff, the group sex, the more anonymous, the dirty stuff. I do keep to myself.
0: How come that's so interesting? Yeah, because I was thinking like, oh, okay, so she does know, and because you have put some of the you you put that kind of stuff more in your email, right? Like the stuff that you've done recently, and um, but so she doesn't know about the stuff that you talk that we're going to talk about that you told me in your email. But like, how come there's like, what's the difference? Like, if she's so cool and open about everything and knows like that you're that way, like why? like draw a line and become like secreted at a certain point? Like what was so the why?
2: I'd say the, uh, I could sum up with depravity. Um, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not a fan of group sex or even really threesomes. Uh, we've had one and, you know, it was fun. We both had fun, but it wasn't something that she really got off on um, having her friend and me there. Um, and so I, I chose not to really push it or, The amount of worry that would come with me meeting up with a group of men or, you know, going to a a bathhouse in a larger city. Um, So I do spare her that. And, you know, of course, be safe of everything I do. But the the more depraved, I'm not sure if she would think less of me or more. You know, our, our marriage is based on absolute love, but. Some and and, pretty, and
0: a lot of honesty, I think, considering that she like knows that you're by, you know that she is. You're allowed to be with other people. Is that right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so she knows that you're with guys, she just doesn't know whether you're with multiple guys. Like, is that what it is? That's the difference?
2: Mm-hmm. Um As far as she knows, I have one or two friends that I play with, and one one lives out of town. So when we go home to where we both grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of expected I'll go out with him for a night and wind up at his place,
0: mm-hmm. um, and not go home. So sh- and she knows exactly where you are.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and you know with complete understanding, of course. And occasionally, um, my my paths in my line of work will cross with another buddy of mine who's got the same interests as I do. Mm-hmm. She knows I'll I'll play with him when when we do have training opportunities together, or um, you know, like I said, our paths cross uh, on a professional level. Mm-hmm. So I'd say as far as she's aware, um, one, uh, two or three consistent partners. Uh, and this has been a years long, uh, friendship and, and arrangement with those two guys, but it's the, the more anonymous, more frantic, more, um, group thing. Raunchy, <laughs> yeah. Bloody, group stuff that I do spare her from the details
0: and now let me ask you this that raunchy group thing all those guys that stuff has that been going on for a lot longer than a year
2: yes oh yeah okay Um, let me get a little yeah Mm -hmm.
0: no what were you gonna say
2: well I've I've been into that stuff the more I don't want to say bondage but definitely the, the group stuff the raunchy stuff for almost as long as I've known I like guys
0: Right okay so that's what I that's where I wanted to go I wanted to go like really back in time to when you first realized that you were bi right like you're just very bi right you know you like women you know you like men and when did you figure out that you were bisexual do you do you have a like do you remember
2: I I do and the uh the first encounter with the guy you know just just like the girl on prom night remembers every detail
0: <laughs> um, right.
2: You know, I've been watching a lot of porn, like all young men do, and um, through high school and all that. And when I joined the Army and everything, you know, it's such a masculine culture, and uh, my my porn habits, they're always straight, you know. Mm -hmm. But more and more, I was envious of the women being able to suck these big cocks and and taste that cum and feel that hot. Hot mess on their face at the end. You know, every porn ends in a facial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More and more, I was envious of that. And Just thinking, I wonder if I could be that, that depraved and that into it. Mm-hmm. Um. And a buddy of mine in my platoon, um, the platoon being like thirty guys or so. Him and I lived next door to each other in the barracks, and we went on a ski trip one weekend. Um, and we got drunk, and we didn't have any luck with the ladies. And, you know, just, just like a cheesy movie, we're drunk <laughs> in our beds in the hotel room. And, talking do you ever wonder what it's like to, to suck a guy, man? Because I'm horny. I need to, you know, I need to get off. Right. So he convinced me. Um, I don't say convinced. He gave me the opportunity. I crawled over on his bed and I sucked him off. And it was everything I wanted it to be. And, you know, I pretended I was one of those girls in porn and. You know, loved every second of it.
1: hmm
0: And this was a guy, how long did you know him for?
2: I had known him for a year and a half mm-hmm. at that point, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and like was our it? Our friendship really started? Yeah. Maybe six months before that, you know, we started going out, um, day trips, hikes and everything, just the two of us. Um yeah, more less of a group setting and more just me and him. And then it all culminated on the ski trip.
0: Right. Okay. And so, like, after that, like, because a lot of times I feel like, and I say this a lot on my podcast, like, and guys, friends of mine have said this, like, after they come, they're like, Oh, you know, they just want to like, it's kind of like knocks you back into reality. And sometimes you're like, what the fuck oh, did I does, just yeah. do? Or who the hell are you? I'm not interested in you. You know, like, how did you feel <laughs> like that first time? Like the minute you came in, like you were back in reality and there you are with the guy, And guys so are like your first, like sort of buy experience, like did, were you freaked out? Were you like happy? Like, how do you feel about it?
2: Confused. Well, I want to say confused. That's so cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, n- Nervous, of course. Um, right. Because I sucked in first. He was kind enough to return the favorites have just tricked me into to me giving him a job and him not reciprocating. Mm-hmm. But it was a long car ride back to, back <laughs> to the fort after that. It was a long, quiet car ride. <laughs> right. Um Definitely hung in the air, you know, the sanction the yeah. night before. We both knew. We both loved it. Uh-huh. So into it. Yeah. Um. I guess the, the thing was, where do we go from here? Does that mean we're a couple? Does... Um, are we romantically involved or was it just two guys, you know, hooking up and having fun?
0: Um, Right. Or was it like one just drunk experience and like never going to do that again? How how many years ago was this? Like how far back again? I'm sorry. That
2: was 11 years ago. I was 19 years old.
0: Okay. So 11 years ago, you're 19. You have your first experience. You're totally quiet, but then do you guys start doing it all the time?
2: Coincidentally, and, and the stars aligned with this, about a week later, mm-hmm. uh, our barracks got shifted around. Him and I wound up being in the same room. Right. Um, so, you know, barracks, it was two two bunks, two like twin size beds, little TV, and we shared a bathroom with another two guys in the room next two hours. Mm-hmm. So we realized that, you know, we could suck each other off, we could play around, get off relax be ourselves
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then all of a sudden we didn't have to sneak around or worry about if i went to his room and his roommate came in or if he was in my room my battle buddy came in you know two two guys uninvolved and unknowing what we were up to um so all of a sudden all we had to do was to lock our doors right like 3 a.m let's throw on some porn and suck each other off right and so we had complete security and safety and you had like and hit
0: the months. lottery, both of you guys.
2: <laughs> oh, we did! Oh my gosh, it was it was heaven. So did you guys um, just
0: like go to town with each other like every night?
2: Yeah. Oh, we did. Uh, it was oral for months because mm-hmm. uh, mainly that was where my interest was. Right. And usually, <laughs> I had one of those four-hour-long DVDs from you know the ten-dollar bin at the porn shop. Yeah. And It was like one hundred facials. <laughs> and it was all it was all straight porn. Mm-hmm. So I'd throw that on and and. He'd sit there. I'd get on my knees. I'd crawl up to him and just, just worship him. Um,
0: and he would and just I jizzle all over your face thing. like that was your thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, anybody else knew what was going on in that room, or were you pretty much like you did on the down low and no one knew? Or was that going on a lot in the barracks?
2: Do you it's think? it's a lot more common than you think. Mm-hmm. It's the open secret. Back then, we still had don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. So if if you know our, our Platoon leader, a lieutenant um, who's honestly only a couple years older than us. Um, Right. Or, you know, NCOs, the more senior guys, more experienced guys, wanted to make a big deal out of it. Potentially, we could have faced UCMJ action or been discharged.
0: But Um, how would they know?
2: Again, like if we'd been walked in on or... Right, right, right. um, It could be serious trouble. But... You know, we we were both infantrymen. We were an infantry company, infantry battalion. There are no women assigned to that unit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a medic here and there would rotate in and out. But, but at the time, no no women in our job. Um, our deployments, we wouldn't see women for weeks on end or men. So or, Right, uh, right. like you couldn't end. go off, like,
0: so, whatever, and go to a bar in the town and see women. It wasn't even like... No, there.
2: if we got leave, if we were in the field, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, stateside hanging out doing our normal nine-to-five, army work which which is more common than not um you know we could go out to the clubs and girls would be coming back to the barracks and everything and um you know I was still plenty into women so you know friends would see me hitting on girls at the bar and we'd be going to a strip club so that balance I think really took a lot of suspicion off of us but mm-hmm. we did get jokes like how we were best friends we we're always going skiing together and going off by ourselves and um, right and were there other guys jokes, but, like boyfriend but not like oh I bet you guys fuck each other or anything like that not, I mean infantrymen right. are vulgar but no no direct suspicion as far as I know but mm-hmm. I could be kidding myself maybe everybody knew I'm just insane uh,
0: but how would they know really if you really think about it and how do you know how many of them were doing the same shit you know what I mean like you said it's probably it was a lot more common than people would expect right so like how many of the those mm-hmm. guys that were saying that were doing the same thing with their bunkmate
2: well when Don't Ask, Don't Tell did end, I think I was in 2010 or 2011. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, uh, that open secret wasn't even a secret anymore.
0: Right. Um,
2: tons of people changed their Facebook profiles and finally, like, became themselves, like some more flamboyant mm-hmm. uh, gay man. Um, you know the the twinks and everything, and a lot of them more masculine. Like I remember one one staff sergeant he had 12 years in. He was like the older guy in the platoon. Mm-hmm. Um. Turns out he, he was fucking this 19 year old kid, you know, in a different <laughs> unit, different rank. Right. Uh, which can still get you in trouble because of the. Uh,
0: how did you find of out of, he was uh, able to nine. say that he was doing that at that time and now it was okay? Like, how did mm-hmm. you find Absolutely. out that he was with that 19 year old we,
2: We'd run into couples out in the bars or going out in town, like more romantic settings, going out to dinner or, um, you know, the rumor and the gossip like, oh, hey, did you see Sergeant Such and Such? Right. was in the shower with him and, you know, people were getting caught. It wasn't a big deal. It was the same. If you brought the girl back from the club, um, privacy is next to non-existent. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't really that big a deal. It's like, oh shit, he's in the dudes. That's cool. Right. Um, but plus tail end of a deployment everyone's itchy everyone's aggravated just just going out of their minds with the testosterone the culture the the physicality of what we're doing so
0: yeah remember Um, my i think you had just said that you had just listened to my episode with buzz he was a guy right that was uh talked all about what he did right while he was in the army right like all that mm -hmm. stuff and like i
2: mean i i didn't Make it through the whole, whole Oh, okay. Episode, well,
0: I he, uh, it's okay. He talked all about what went down in the showers, like late at night. He kind of like found out like by accident and then would just like go in there. And he was saying that like, you know, because I asked the question, like, how many people do you think that were otherwise like. Pretty straight guys, but like you know, they're sort of stuck in this place, they haven't seen a woman in three weeks, they can't, you know, so they wind up letting a guy suck them off. <laughs> Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. they maybe never did it again in their life and just was there. <laughs> like, you know, I and don't that's, know,
2: that's been me plenty of times, right? You know, oh, you're straight, well, shit you're harder than the shower, right? Or you mind, um, and so you've had a lot of those guys, one time deal, and mm-hmm.
0: the website and the email address will all be in the description.
2: You know, it's stress relief.
0: Yeah, so that's what I maybe mean. He's like how are
2: able he... to focus on his job if if you know I help him come.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, you think about, like, I think guys are so, like, uh, so much, so horny that I'm like, okay, if, like, there's no girls around and, like, it's a guy. Like, even if you're, like, you just close your eyes and think it's a girl. Like, I don't know, like, how many guys would say <laughs> yep, no? I don't that's know. exactly it. I think a lot of straight um, guys would say, oh, my God, I would never. But, like, I bet you, like, 50% of those guys would, right? Totally I don't totally think all of them yeah, would.
2: especially an over-masculine environment, like mm-hmm. the infantry.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's all this gung-ho machismo. Everyone wants to be a ranger. Everyone wants to be a Green Beret. And, uh, you know, we're working with seals a bunch and the most masculine guys. And so, so wrapped up with, with the machismo and the masculinity is mm-hmm. homophobia. But hey, I mean, a hole is a hole. A mouth is a mouth. And <laughs> eventually nobody gives a damn. I need to come.
0: Right. Cause you're, it's kind of like probably what happens in jail.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Same uh, shit. Obviously the power dynamic is different. Mm-hmm. Um Fortunat Rank is institutionalized. Uh but again again that physicality, that, that pent up anger and well not so much anger that aggression, the yeah. physical aggression. Now you get a straight guy who's who's convinced he's straight but you know, he needs to fuck. Mm-hmm. He will go hard. He will fuck hard <laughs> and just But, you know, it's the the aggression he's he's giving your ass is proving how much a man he still is.
0: Right. Well, let me ask you this, because you said that it started out with your friend right in the barracks like he's strictly Mm -hmm. oral for a while. And then when I mean, are you a top or a bottom? Are you like pretty open to everything? Like when did it switch over that you got into that as well?
2: I'm open. Definitely more bottom. I've Mm -hmm. talked before. Mm -hmm. I'm pickier about who I top than who I bottom for. Mm -hmm. And I'd say three or four months it was springtime. It was actually right around my birthday. I was I was about to turn 20. Uh-huh. And again, a drunken night, we went out to some chain restaurant, a bunch of us, like Applebee's or something. And, uh-huh. um, and it was before texting. We we're, were sending little subtle hints and messages toward each other. And um, We went to the bathroom, or I went to the bathroom, the urinal, and he, he just told me flat out blunt, I want to fuck you tonight. And It'd been, you know, we we've been talking about it. it's like really whole home. He was definitely more into wanting to fuck me than I was comfortable getting fucked because for me that was still crossing a big threshold. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I knew I love dudes, but but it is is taking a big jump. Um, it is, you know, being fucked and held down and everything. Right. So. That's interesting that guys,
0: because I do, I have had a lot of guys on my show who like even claim that they're straight, but like they'll get their dick sucked or they'll only suck dick and they think we like, you know, and there is like this difference, I guess that makes a big difference because even like <laughs> you say, I mean, you're like, you know, totally by that. It was like a big thing for you to let, let someone like fuck it you. Was.
2: It's, it's stripping away power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of like I'm on my knees willingly. I'm the one sucking him off. I'm the one stroking, cupping, licking, mm-hmm. whatever. But being fucked, I'm going to be held down and I'm going to be used by this guy. I'm not really going to have a say. Like I can, you know, if I don't like it or if it hurts, mm-hmm. I can tell him to stop. He doesn't it's have interesting. To no, I have no recourse s- I can to force him off of me. Yeah, so it's, it's so it's interesting to me,
0: though, as a woman, because it's like, women are fucked all the time, right? Like, that's what we do. And it's just so interesting how like as a man, when you are being fucked, right, and you have that experience, most men or don't have that. Like straight men don't have that experience, but like it, you say the way it co- feels for you, or what it is, like a a power thing, right? Like you lose your power in that mm-hmm. situation, and if you really think about uh-huh. it, like that's the what women are in all the time, right? I mean, we don't see it that way. I've never seen looked at it that way because that's the position I've always been. I don't know what it's like to do the other thing. You know what I mean to be the one, yeah, yeah. but right. So it's like it's uh it is interesting that you that it it comes across that way to you by being like sort of fucked that you it's the power thing. I don't know that's just a side thing that has nothing to do with your story <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, no,
2: it's absolutely true. I think it's just as men in our our gender bound society you know from from day one, we're taught like we're we're more in control, we're more in charge, the head of the household, the patriarch, all that, and you you forfeit all of that. And you trade roles, and all of a sudden you're being held down, and you just like, you know, a toy, an object, a bitch, whatever.
0: A woman. Um,
2: <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> a woman. Yeah, it's then, interesting. You know, no, it's if, interesting. If it's into cross dressing, that's exactly what they're going for, and and I salute them all day long. Right. Um.
0: So you and your guy. So, so he and says. As it turns
2: out. Yeah. Huh.
0: You've done those two, but wait. So he, I want to get back to the story. So you get you. He says, "I'm gonna. I want to do this with you," and you know, you decide that you're gonna do it, and you go back, and that's the first time that you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I did have to get myself pretty drunk, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I, I remember the sensation, but I was too drunk to know if it felt good or if it hurt. Right. Um. <laughs> I know I was way too loud because okay. he kept. He had to put his whole hand in my mouth to get me to shut the fuck up. Right. Um, because we were in the barracks. You know, we, we did have a total of four neighbors on either side of us. And mm-hmm. I, I was screaming something like, fuck me or, you know. Oh, my God. That's why I was like, something? did you guys ever get
0: caught? Like, and you were doing that and no one heard. Don't you think people heard that?
2: <laughs> if if they did, they didn't say shit. And, right. And, you know, I thank them for that. You know, it was a Friday night, I think. It was the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they were, they were fucking on their own with, with women or themselves. Or right. They mm-hmm. were out at the club still. Right. But,
0: uh, okay.
2: So I woke up a mess. Um, then man, the next night or a few nights later, I wanted to do it sober. So, you know, stretched myself out in the shower, got ready. And, the little nighttime routine we had, um, I'd put on that DVD or whatever. We put on porn.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, just really, like, delicious-looking, you know, cummy porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of sucking, him, I asked him if he'd fuck me again. and I was ready for it. I was sober. We had tons of lube. And it right then, when he was, like, bottomed out with me and we got a rhythm going, it's like I saw stars, like, oh, my God, this is it. This is, you know, everything I need.
0: Right, and so you loved it, and you became the bottom at that time.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I never fucked him, never wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. If he asked me to, I would. Right. He did have a nice ass, but. He never asked that, you that to. That relationship we had, friendship with sex, oh, man, I was a and, and it was perfect for me.
0: And now, how long after that do you meet your wife? Like, I mean, so you're still sleeping with women at that time. You're not confused about your sexuality at all, right? And like, you get out, I'm assuming. And then, do you meet your wife or you're dating women? Like, a while. Did you have other open relationships or was your wife like the first relationship you had after you sort of came out and started hooking up with guys?
2: The, my wife was the first serious relationship I right. had. Mm-hmm. Um, about a year after I started hooking up with my roommate and friend. Um, my time was up. I was 21. I did my three years, and I decided to go back to a state school mm-hmm. um, and actually join ROTC. And um, so I was still involved with the army. I switched to the National Guard, and so I was the the typical young, bright eyed, weekend warrior type. And uh, moved to the dorms, which you know was a cheaper option for me. The army would pay for housing if I was in the dorms. Right. And that was a whole different environment, you know, it was completely co-ed and no, no rules, no, you know, the most authority we had was an RA who was some, you know, dipshit kid, even younger than me who had never been in charge of anything before
1: Right. Uh,
2: compared to my background. So it was open season for me. Um But I met my wife.
0: Like, how did you meet her? Like, he, like in the, in that dorm thing, she's, she was there?
2: She... We met, we had a few classes together. We had known each other for a while, mm-hmm. um, never hung out. We, we just had similar degrees, so a lot of our classes crossed over. Right. Um, and when we did finally start dating, man, I'll admit, she was a virgin. Right. Um, not adventurous, not, you know, and, and half my adventurous spirit just came from being in the military. Um, dated but- for probably six or seven months. She knew I was by right away. Uh, How'd she know? You that. told her. I, I did. Yeah. She had more religious upbringing, so I wanted to get that out of the way immediately. Um, just in case i would be a huge deal breaker. I didn't want to waste either of our times. Um, but she was but open that's to That's pretty ballsy it. of
0: you, guys. A lot of guys would keep <laughs> that on the down low because maybe a lot of girls would be like not into it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and again though, if if she wasn't into it, I wouldn't want to to spend my time with her. Um, if there's judgmental based on like a religious upbringing or the the idea of two men, if you think it's wrong, just the homophobia or if the physical act of actually seeing two guys fuck is gross you know, that that was kind of a deal breaker for me mm-hmm. um, and it says a lot about the person, how open-minded they are how how free-spirited they are and that's important to me. Yeah, that's um, cool
0: I think it's great that you were able to just do, be yourself, you know what I mean, from day yeah, one yeah. that's great. Mm-hmm. And
2: you know, she was a virgin. She kind of knew like she had had girl crushes that, that were more dynamic than just the typical like, oh, she's really cute or, oh, she's such a cool person. It was, it was definitely on the erotic side, but she had never pulled the trigger on that. Um, so while we dated, you know, she she got to learn more about sexuality, bisexuality, the the sort of road I went down mm-hmm. um, and, you know, opened up about it. And, and we didn't sleep together for a long time. Yeah. Um, just that wasn't something that she was too keen on. So while while I was dating her and building the foundation to our relationship, I I backed off the throttle, didn't really play around much at all either.
0: Oh, I was um, going to ask, like, were you screwing guys? But you didn't.
2: No, no. Um, yeah, I wanted to focus on her because I, I had been on a few dates with a bunch of different women. Uh, most, you know, kind of into the same thing. I am just like, let's, you know, fuck after first date and it was fun and everything for a young kid like me, but I was, I was kind of getting mentally drained and focusing still on off school. I wanted something more, someone really supportive and that I could relax with at the end of the day instead of, oh, let's go to this sorority party or let's let's go out and hit the nightlife. Because um, being in the National Guard and trying, like I was I was a 4.0 student in high school, I wanted to maintain that. It was a lot of work in college, so mm-hmm. get someone that I couldn't. Lounge with and not necessarily. But I think it's more important be with each other and relax.
0: And she was very accepting of your lifestyle, even though she was virgin. I think it's kind of weird, like interesting concoction that she was like here. She was somebody that didn't really polar opposites. Yeah, exactly. That didn't really live out her sexual stuff at all. And there, there you were doing all your stuff, and she was, you know, the fact that she was open and accepting is is great considering she. I hadn't really been that experienced herself so eventually i'm assuming you guys have sex and what you didn't you said you didn't really make your relationship open till recently right or it was open and then what like what was the deal again with the, how did the, your whole relationship with her sort of i know i remember how you said so, that yeah
2: um man we've been married shoot eight years mm-hmm. seven or eight years right um, hopefully she doesn't listen to this and realize that, that i'm not exactly sure right okay. um, and so, but we've been together about eight or nine years we got married maybe a year year and a half after we met or after we we started a relationship and you know we, we really edged into sex very slowly very conservatively um and what we did do was great she was super enthusiastic really curious to try new things and um we did get married. It was no holds barred and, and fast and furious. And We got into uh, some light bondage stuff and public sex and, um, you know, taking videos and all sorts of toys and everything. Um, but it was just us. It wasn't open at this point. Um, but a big hang up of hers, she knew I liked my ass being played with and she'd finger me and, and rim me and, um, you know, we'd, we'd share toys with each other. But I had always been into the, like, being held down and, and fucked hard and rough and all that. You know, very masculine type stuff. And she just wasn't into that. Um, just She is a rather, like, fit, muscular woman. And, I mean, she's absolutely beautiful. But she's always self-conscious. Like, she's got large traps. She's got delts. Like, she's got big arms and a lot of dresses that she wants to wear. And the the kind of cute little you know, army wife or whatever, just, she doesn't fit that role. And she's kind of, I want to say worked up about it. She, she's envious of that mm-hmm. the more demure woman. So putting on a rubber cock is just too visceral, a sign of like masculinity for her to really enjoy. So she
0: wouldn't do that. Um, mm-hmm.
2: So a year after we both graduated, um, we'd been married for maybe two years. Um, I took a year long job with the national guard out of state uh, working for a different organization but she had a job at a local bank and she was finishing nursing school um, or beginning her classes so she stayed home and in the town we went to college in and i went to the next state over um so we were living apart for a while and we'd see each other maybe every six to eight weeks we'd travel back and forth and take turns visiting each other i had a shitty little apartment just so we could save money and um, so I was going back to our hometown a lot more often or our college town a lot more often and came up in conversation that she had been looking at women more and one really, really grabbed her attention. She was an urban, another nursing student, um, like her, very athletic. And they'd started going to the gym together and everything and really hang out, studying together and all that. Um, so I had pride. Um, it's like, Oh, well that's exciting. Cause like every guy, two women fucking is always a turn on. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few over the course of a few months, we we discussed it because um, she she was always wondering, like, do you miss being with guys? Because I know I can't give that to you. Um, she knew I had a huge oral fetish. and So we, we eventually just said, OK, let's open it. We we didn't use those words. Um,
0: so you decided to have your first threesome. Let's cut to the chase. That, that right?
2: We opened it.
0: What do you um, mean? You opened it so? Oh, that's so that so she could she, go fool around with the girl.
2: Yeah, yeah. She she wanted to fuel out her friend a bit more. Um, uh, I and I wish I could say names would be easier just without her permission. Um,
0: just um, say um, the other had, girl, right? So she she was yeah the other girl. Yeah.
2: So the two of them had there had been a lot of innuendo, a lot of hinting, and and the other girl was a lesbian. Uh, she wasn't curious. She had had dated women before in romantic relationships, and. The idea of that was a real big turn on to my wife um, because she, the, her friend was a more masculine. I don't want to break it down like bush lesbians and, and the soft pretty ones. Not at all. Um, but she was the more assertive, confident type of woman. And that was an opportunity for my wife to feel more feminine, more. Um, right, so sure. she, but
0: let me just ask you this, because I, I know that, first of all, you told me that you write erotica, so you're like a storyteller, right? So I just want to get to the good <laughs> stuff, Okay. <laughs> oh because we only have an hour and we're like like, no no no, we're already 30 minutes in and I know about your gang bangs and all these things that I want to get to (laughs) and I like sometimes I I mean I like the backstory you know but I want like the like but like so she starts hooking up with this girl right and then you say to her like oh I wanna so then does she agree that you could start hooking up with guys and like at this point yeah
2: yeah we agreed we could each hook up mm -hmm. with members of the same sex she right. could give it a shot and, mm-hmm. and I could go back and, and play with men. Right. Um, We felt that if she hooked up with a man or if I hooked up with a woman, we'd run the risk of, of uh, more likely emotional attachments or if the other person would think it's something more than it is.
0: That's so kind of smart. Place, same right. Sex
2: hooking up. Yeah, we yeah. Could keep it physical because, like, dudes, I mean, we're, we're Neanderthals. We don't need to have romantic feelings to get off.
0: You weren't cuddling um, with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: to this day I've never once cuddled. Right, now um, you're
0: depraved, remember? <laughs> so <laughs> that's your
2: word. So, yeah. yeah. We, we do that and you know, I I meet my friend there. Um I actually met him on Grinder. He was another dude in the National Guard and it's like, oh fucking jackpot, this is perfect he's pretty cute. He's he's you know, pretty hung. because um, uh-huh. grinder works in the first ten minutes you get dick pick if you ask or not really that's what i'm all about so
0: right right um
2: she starts hooking up with her friend living the dream you know going into the hot tub with her and making out and um, going back up to the apartment and everything and i get to start hosting my friend and you know maybe a few other guys back at my shitty apartment the next day over
1: mm-hmm. and
2: perfectly happy you know we we tell each other oh i hooked up with a dude last night we did this this and this and she's oh i hooked up with my friend again but we don't get into such excruciating detail. Just say, "Hey, we we gave each other blowjobs," or "Hey, we fucked." Whatever.
0: Right. Um, and do you feel like it helped your guys' sex life? Did you guys get more horny oh, for yeah. each other talking about these yeah, stories? Absolutely. Because
2: mm-hmm. um, the desire was still there, like to fuck my wife. You know, right? Hands full of tits, eat her pussy, all of that. Grab her long hair. Mm-hmm. Just smell her. Um, you know, a lot more passionate, romantic. Right. Just, I mean, with guys, that just like sweat, loud furious animalistic so two entirely different experiences
0: right which and you enjoy both so oh absolutely so at that point is that when you started to do the more like kinky stuff that you start you didn't really tell her about or you were doing it before her right
2: um i had had i want to say blow bangs i've sucked two guys off before together
0: Mm -hmm. a Mm
2: -hmm. few times um i want to say that was about the extent of it uh
0: right no gang bangs like you're gonna tell us about with like five no, black guys no, that, or that was, <laughs> recently <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i i climbed that peak pretty quick though
0: really like what you mean uh, once you started doing that stuff and like what yeah once yeah
2: once we did start well you know once i did start fucking guys again um or being fucked the uh, my imagination just went wild um
0: in what and sense? I, I can't remember like, at which point. Because you, w- you wanted to do more and more besides just your straight stuff with your two friends. Because at that point you had one friend. Because I know you said you had like two kind of regular friends. And these are the people like she kind of knows about. And you're allowed to do yeah, this one off. Yeah. And yeah,
2: it was about as vanilla as two guys hooking up and fucking can be. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nothing crazy. No, no real dom-sub relationship. Just like the drill is he'll come over. We'll have a beer. Hang out maybe watch some porn and I'll suck him off or we'll suck each other off or occasionally he'll fuck me. Um, But then you started to think about
0: more kinky, like more hardcore stuff that you wanted to do. Oh, absolutely. And you thought you can't tell her about that stuff for some reason.
2: Yeah. She was still, you know, we were open. She knew I was fucking guy. She thought it was hot. Um, She was fucking girl. But she was still... Just on the the wrong side of too conservative. To, doesn't I, I seem conservative really to me. The idea.
0: I wonder if <laughs> like you're reading her. I don't know. I mean, I don't know her, but I think like uh, she doesn't sound that concerned. Like I don't.
2: I don't know <laughs> well, why no, you the, draw the, the line. Things, yeah, you know, she's obviously very liberated, but uh, I don't know. To me, again, there is a big jump. Like, oh, my husband and father and my child is on his knees you know, with five guys jerking off onto them like that. But
0: she knows that you have two guys that you're with, right? And you have these one-time things. And because, I guess it's because she was not into the whole group thing. So anyway, so you start, you start like, you start thinking of all these other things you'd like to do that you realize like you can't tell her, but like you want to do it now, right? It's like an itch you need to scratch, yeah. So you start having kind of a secret life. Like, I mean, it is kind of like... Not cheating. I mean, like, how do you feel? Like, how do you, what do you think she would feel like if she found out that you were doing this stuff? Like, what What do you think she would think? Or, you know, would she freak tough. out?
2: It's It's tough to say. I think it would shock her on um, mm-hmm. the level of some of the things I've done and what mm-hmm. I do really get off on. Um, I think a better course of action would have been if I did tell her like first, thing, hey, these are things I want to do, mm-hmm. um, so I could ease her into it and everything. Totally, maybe some red flags would have popped up. I, I don't know. Um, that's that's definitely something. In retrospect, I I could have done or should have done. You um, could
0: always even start now.
2: Yeah, and and that's it. Maybe I could play coy and play down. It's like, hey, this has been. Yeah, like now I'm starting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is what I'm so. thinking of. This is what I'm into. And if she's just like, oh my God, that's gross or whatever, like, and she shuts yeah. you down, then you know, okay, like, that's not cool. But like, I don't know. She seems like, I mean, with somebody like her, I would give it a try because I think it would be much mm-hmm. better considering that you guys are sort of like, you're at the place where you your relationship is open and you could do all these things. And it's, there's such, honesty there, and yet there's a deception at the same time. It's just like, it shouldn't, I don't think it it it, it shouldn't have to be. You know what I mean? I get why other yeah. people fucking lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they have a lot more <laughs> yeah, to lie, but and, like, you're so maybe, honest, like, why don't you be 100% honest?
2: Mm-hmm. And Maybe subconsciously, I enjoy the double life, the, oh. the kind of shock value, and a part of it is the shock value. Um, well, it
0: makes it more naughty, and you like it, that, it right? It
2: does, because um, you know, now I work in law enforcement, and mm-hmm. if someone sees, you know, a, a cop or an agent or or whoever, an officer, whatever role that is, they think, oh, straight-laced, uh, white picket fence, wife, two kids. They don't see going to a gay bathhouse and, you know, doing everything there is to do. Um, right. That, that shock is, is very happy for me because I do like breaking the mold. Um,
0: But secretly, you don't want anyone to really know. You like knowing that they don't know kind of thing, yeah, right? exactly, exactly, right.
2: because it, it destroys the preconceived notions of, of what people in my line of work are like.
0: Right, and let me ask you this, I mean, because are you going to these bathhouses in this group sex, like, sort of, like, around where you live? Like, have you ever bumped into people that you know, like, or anything, like...
2: I've I've run into coworkers not in person but definitely on Grinder, mm-hmm. um, which is always a fun surprise. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but they've never like. But what about never, like at bathhouses? Like these um, bathhouses? Do you I've, go I've to ones into your in your town? Gay bars.
2: Uh huh. Um, but that's that's an ambiguous enough location where it's like, oh, I'm at a gay bar. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm looking to get fucked. It's it's a bar, you know, and and gay bars are always more positive environments than some dive bar where dudes are going to flex up and, and want to prove how macho they are. Right. Um, so, you know, that that's more my scene anyways. I, I, you know, get in fights all the time at work, so I don't need to get in the fight when I'm trying to have a beer and relax. So a gay bar, if I'm looking for dick or not, is kind of my default. And a lot of guys know that. Um, and they kind of do it themselves too, but...
0: Right, but I mean, do people, because, like, you're very open about this since day one. You were open with the first girl that you met and everything. Like, do most people in your life know that you're bi? Like, do people that you work with know that you're bi? Or, like, besides your wife, like, nobody else
2: knows? Um, I'm masculine enough, and I want to say normal enough, but I'm I'm so unassuming that if it does come out, people are surprised. But if someone asks, hey, dude, are you gay or are you bi? I won't deny it. I mean, I'm comfortable with who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm at the point now. I'm I'm I've got enough time in in my line of work where if a guy all of a sudden doesn't want to work with me because I'm into that, then it doesn't matter to me anymore. Um, obviously, I'm I'm a rookie and a brand new super junior officer in the military. You know, I'm gonna keep that hush hush just so I don't immediately have their reputation. But you know, after several years now, I do have a reputation as a hard worker and you know relatively competent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can afford to have that known about me. So so some people I don't know. Advertise it, right, but, but people know. If someone approaches me, no no shame.
0: Right. And people. So obviously people know. So it's not like you're really sneaking around if you're going to a gay bar and someone sees you. It's not like, "Oh god, you're going to freak out that somebody's yeah, seeing no, you." Yeah,
2: no, no, no. Right? Cuz you don't um,
0: give a shit if people know.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, maybe I'd give a shit if like my boss saw me kneeling down for four or five guys at the same time um, right. that that i'd have to you know case by case scenario maybe a boss or two would want in on it that would be ideal
0: yeah but when do you start to do like when you start to do these group things right like you say like kneeling down for five guys and these like sort of gang bangs that you've been involved with and stuff like, yeah when does how do you arrange those how do you find those like when you start getting into that stuff how did Ooh, you
2: initially that was all craigslist and the it was. desire for that came from just watching a lot of like blowbang porn and, and just as much calm as possible just that that's a big thing for me is oh like you're like my guy calm. trey um right so yeah craigslist um
0: I had a guy on who did like you know three day blowjob. Like he just likes as much oh, jizz and yeah, about yeah, that I guy. Heard that one. Yeah, yeah. That one, I'm a little envious. <laughs> yeah, you could do the same thing. I haven't got an update for his five day one or whatever he did last, but Damn. it's pretty yeah, crazy. That's
2: more more free time than I have. <laughs> right. Um, but so you would so, hook
0: it up on Craigslist.
2: Yeah, yeah. Craigslist. I just, you know have a few pictures of what I wanted. You know, like screenshots from porn or whatever, and describe um, the typical Craigslist ad. I'm sure you've seen. As many as I have. Um, mm-hmm. At this set point, up yes. In a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, uh, you know, I, I read somewhere, it was your, the housewife that was banged by a few black guys. This yeah. So she was saying that her yeah. fixer always chose the, the cheaper hotels and everything. I like the nice ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, maybe not the most security conscious, like being able to be discreet about it and everything. But, you know, I enjoy the nicer hotels, kind of bigger cities. You know, you, you get the. Uh, better quality men and everything maybe more experienced and guys who are really into it and have done it before um because i've had a few instances where it's like hey i'm having you know you want to come over to my place at nine o'clock you know there's gonna be another guy here i want to suck you both off together right you'll show up be super discreet it's like uh I'm, I'm not gonna do this until he leaves it's like well that's bullshit because you knew what the deal was when i invited you over yeah um So this way you get a lot of confident men who know what they're into and know what the deal is, know what my plan is. Um, so first one, you know, it started with two guys at the same time. And then, you know, three, um, I pulled the trigger. I had six guys was my first real, like Bukkake blow bang type thing. And, um,
0: this is why you're married.
2: This this is while I'm married. Mm -hmm. Um, This was maybe four years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Um, I was there visiting some some non sexual friends, some guys I was in the Army with, and got a nice hotel off of uh, I 5 or the 5 and put out an ad in Craigslist Friday morning when I flew in, and Saturday night. you know, first guy came over. We had a few beers. I, I chose like the most normal looking dude. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: also military, kind of knew what the deal was. And It's like, hey, man, uh, while I'm doing this, can you just like open the door for me as people knock? So we're not waiting on people to get there and everything. So, um, so he was like your helper guy. Was. <laughs> he was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My assistant. Yeah. Um, threw on some gay gangbang porn on the laptop, turned the volume up. And it was a two-room suite. Um, And I just waited on my knees. And he pulled his pants down. Nice big cock. Started sucking on him. Nice and slow. And, you know, people would knock. Maybe over the course of 20 minutes. Everyone was there. And really went at it. Um, How many people? It was six. Mm -hmm. Six. It was four white guys and two black guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm picky. uh, And San Diego was the place to be picky. Lots of military. So these guys were all very fit and and i was able to find some really nicely hung gentlemen Mm -hmm. um and they all get to come on your face
0: like that's your thing right they
2: all came on my face and you know took some pictures called me names spat on my face slapped my ass a bit um just fucking completely debased me Right, and, and that's what wonderful. you're
0: totally into, right? That was the first time? Yeah. That was like your first sort of gangbang? Would you call it a gangbang, or yeah, what is it called?
2: real group adventure, mm-hmm. and there was actually no fucking, um, mm-hmm. but, God, so much hot cum all over my face, and just looked like a complete depraved little whore, and, and it was beautiful. Right. Uh, so, after they all finished, you know, my, my friend, the guy who's was opening the door for me, held my hips up, and, and I was able to cum on my own face, so I had seven loads of cum, it, again, it was fucking amazing.
0: What do you mean you were able to come on your? You mean he fucked you in the ass after? What are you saying? No, he he held
2: my hips up. So yeah. when I jerked myself off. I shot him.
0: Oh, in face. oh, <laughs> so. So then you were the last but, one. Oh, interesting! That's, did you yeah, see yeah, that I in a porn? You must Once have I
2: come, Like I'll, I'll still be in the mood, but but did you
0: I'm see really that move? Wait, wait, wait did you see it, that move in a porn? Like I wouldn't even think of that. That whole hanging upside down, holding you so that you could come on your face. Like was that something oh, you yeah. saw? <laughs> That's like a, <laughs> I, I guess something I, I don't in gay know
2: porn. I, I came up with that, but. Uh... I I might do that tonight if if nobody comes over here.
0: (laughs) You do it yourself. You know how to do it. Okay, and you asked him to help you out, and that's what you did, so you could come on your face last. And then, I know you just said you just did like five black eyes at once, right? So I'm assuming you've done this now a a bunch of times since that was four years ago.
2: That was just opening the door, and once I did that, you know, um, fortunately my job, I I get to go to training events kind of all over the country, Uh and it's always big big organizations that set these up so it's like vegas atlanta new york mm-hmm. um just the perfect places to be playing in atlanta personally is my favorite because it's a lot of black men mm-hmm. um so and if, just... if you want to hear about the the gangbang i described yeah in our brief email yeah from, um this i said recently and and maybe it just seems recent it was actually in august because atlanta was hot as shit mm-hmm. um but again, put out my usual Craigslist ad. And I actually didn't have too much luck on it. Uh, but, you know, Grinder is like the first thing I hit when I land in the airport. Um, found, man, like probably two-thirds of Grinder was all these giant black guys. Just absolutely perfect. This beautiful dark skin, super muscular, just like physically overpowering compared to me. Um, and just Upgraded my hotel room out of pocket that my my diem didn't cover. So I got a different hotel. So you got um, like at the, the place myself. Right. No other law enforcement co workers in the place. Um, and then just, you know, I was, I was as specific as possible. No helpers this time. You know, I didn't meet anyone ahead of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, just, hey, be here at, you know, this time sharp, like no later, no earlier. So. And I'm sure a few of them ran into each other in the elevator and maybe knew it was up. Um, but within 10 minutes, everyone was there and just, I I, I was explicit, like, hey, i want to be roughed up. I'm going to be tossed around. You know, when you come in, I'm going, or I'm going to be naked when you guys knock. But as soon as you're all here, I'm getting on my knees and you guys do what you need to do to me. Mm-hmm. Um so I just want to be treated like a dirty little bitch and I want to be called that and called a slut and a whore and a toy and um, spat on, slapped around, had their cock slapped across my face and just absolutely used and abused and put away wet.
0: And they all obliged. Do you think that they, those guys were gay or married? Obliged. Like, who uh, do you think shows up at these parties of yours? These little hotel shindigs? Because I remember the guy that does that calls in told me that he sees, like, marks from their wedding band, you know? Because I'm always, like, wondering, yo, you yeah. know, how many of these guys are, like, straight guys that are doing this behind their wives' backs? <laughs> how many of them are straight-up gay guys, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, I'll say in this, no one was flamboyant. You know, either they're they're. And quiet about it, or they're straight and just like the fuck, or or whatever the situation was. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
2: You know, some guys have worn collared shirts and and they're very well dressed and well spoken. Others just like their pants are halfway down their ass and the do rag and uh, (laughs) some smell like weed. And, you know, so man, if I was, you know, in that line of work, you know, in, in law enforcement, I'd be arresting you right now. Instead of arresting you, you're pounding my asshole. And, but uh, aren't
0: you in that line of work?
2: Well, not, not narcotics or like a beat.
0: Thing, oh, right, right, but, right, right. Okay.
2: So, you know, if, if I was like walking a beat where I work, mm-hmm. you know, he, he would warrant some suspicion, perhaps, <laughs> you know, like, what are you doing at 3 a.m.? Right. Um. But, you know. But that's probably time, good for place, your fantasy.
0: I'm, yeah, yeah. For your, for your oh, hot fantasy, yeah. the dirtier, the better. So maybe that's like a good person to have there, right? More so mm-hmm. than the clean cut guy but maybe it's all hot. So you never have told your wife, you have these, do you fuck women behind her back too? Like what else do you do that she doesn't know about?
2: We've, I've, I've been with a few couples where the guy is bi. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, especially if it's like a, like she wants me to fuck her husband or fuck her boyfriend or, you know, um, suck his cock or teach him how to suck cock. I've, I've done plenty of that. Mm-hmm. I have never had a one-on-one with a woman.
0: Right, be, right, okay. And so, she still um, sees her girl, right?
2: She does, and and as far as I know, uh, unless she's a se- secret keeper as well, she's her friend, that original friend from nursing school, and they're they're now nurses at the same hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the only woman my wife has ever fucked.
0: Oh, really? Uh, does she still sleep so, with her? She still with her? Occasionally, mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, once my wife was pregnant and and we had her kid, um. You know, the usual hormones happen, like breastfeeding. There's very little sex drive. But mm-hmm. she was over quite a bit, and she's babysat for us while we go on dates. And, um, you know, being a nurse, all that shift work is, is kind of funky to get babysitters and, and stuff yeah. like that. But they've they've gone on a few girl dates here and there, um, especially now that our kid's getting older, where we can do a date night regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm working a uh, late night or if I'm away for training with the National Guard, They'll take turns going to each other's houses or her friend will come here and love girls night while her kid is sleeping and, um, you know, enjoy each other that way.
0: Right. So she's still with that girl. She assumes that you're with your two guy friends, but doesn't know about mm-hmm. all this like really dirty stuff. Have you ever had like like straight on orgies where you're like getting fucked by like multiple guys or is it always just yes. like the blowjob thing?
2: No, no, I've, I've been on a train several times.
0: How, um, how many people in that train? A train means like you're all, I mean, how does that get set up? Did you set that up oh, or sorry, did you I, go I, to I, someone else's train?
2: <laughs> um, a dude I work with in the National Guard is pretty heavy in the kinks. And we found each other on Grindr. Mm-hmm. And it was this big conference we had. We were staying at this civilian hotel off base. Um, same rank and everything, different, different, areas that we work in but we're familiar with who each other are and uh when we first met we we fucked in the stairwell of the hotel and it was scary because we could have been caught but he fucked me really good and loved it and he said oh i've got some friends who would love you too so later on maybe a week after that training event ended i drove over to where he lives and he had a sex swing and he had four or five friends i honestly can't remember how many it was
1: but Mm -hmm.
2: um and they stretched me out and they each took turns fucking me. And, you know, like as soon as one guy came and pulled out of my ass, the next guy plugged me right up. And just I went for like an hour and a half ride. and I was sore and red and exhausted at the end, but, you know, I was covered in cum. My asshole felt great and, you know, perfectly happy with my life right there.
0: Right. And now let me ask you this do you use condoms with the in these situations or no? Let I me mean, be honest. By I mean, and large, yeah. yes.
2: Right. Unless I trust the guy and know him like the two guys that, that I've been friends with for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Um, my friend, I just talked about where we fucked in a stairwell, wore a condom the first time, but we showed each other paperwork and, and we have a professional relationship well enough where I trust him. Um, but but at that
0: train situation did you use condoms or they take it off before they come like how how does that work he
2: he did not wear a condom everyone else did right he came in me and he was the first to go um so you know all of his cum was in my ass and it was amazing lube along with everything else Mm -hmm. um so i guess i was you know like a cream pie type thing but everyone else wore condoms and if they didn't come in me come in the condom you know, they'd pull out and jerk off onto my, my stomach and my chest. and
0: Right, cause, um, and that's what you like.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And and my friend who set the whole thing up and hosted, you know, we we had talked about what I was into and he knows I have a big thing for facial, so he was scooping it up and smearing it on my face and calling me names and the typical, like, super dirty, filthy slut type stuff.
0: So, right, and that's your um, thing.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. But let me um, ask you this. these it, other the, the more yeah. humiliating or...
0: The better. But you how you many of, of these the other you need guys a
2: afterwards, the more I'm into
0: The it. more you need a shower afterwards, the more you're into it. That should that's like your you, that's your motto, but wait. Let me ask you this: <laughs> How many of these other guys that you play with, like, are? Because I think it's more rare that you find somebody that's like so open, open with their wife, open, you know, with being bi. So I, I find that most mm-hmm. of the people that I talk to, this is like a a secret thing that they're doing on the side. So, yeah, how many yeah, of these that's... guys that you're engaging? I know about you. Okay, we know your story now. But like these other guys, I don't need to hear the whole story. But like, are they all? open about it are they married or some of them totally gay or are they all living secret lives and or
2: or are they open like you are most of the guys i thought i i honestly don't know um i know they look normal enough to be a sane guy no but but your friends you're two long-term friends friends. um so the guy in the guard who set up the uh the gangbang on me um he's Kind of like me, I guess. Like people know he's gay, but he's quiet about it. Um,
0: Is he gay or is he bi? He's gay. He's gay. Okay, so he's gay, and so he's not married or anything like that. So he's like you in that, yeah.
2: He'll he'll be very vague. Like people ask, "Oh, where are you doing tonight? Taking the girl out or whatever?" You know, he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got plans." You know, just very discreet. But again, he's not shy about it. And once you get to know him. He'll let you up know. And say right. He's gay. Um, the other one, back, back kind of where I grew up, he's had relationships with women. Uh, I've never seen, like, he's never brought a girlfriend, a girl he's dating out with us and a group of us go out or anything. So I don't know how serious emotionally his relationships have been, but he's definitely more undercover. Uh, with with fucking guys, I don't know if I'm the only one he fucks or or how often or where he picks guys up if he does. But he's I, not like married like things.
0: you are, right? Mm-hmm.
2: No, no, no. Most most are very single or still um, flitting around different relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. You're the only one that you know of that has this open relationship where your wife knows and and you know about her yet she doesn't know about all this other stuff where does this like you said you write erotica right we're like at an hour so i'm gonna wrap it up but like you say you Mm -hmm. write erotica like how did that come out of nowhere like i mean it does not out of nowhere but like you know you're in the military now you're in law enforcement so like where does that come into play or how did you when did you start doing that
2: um the first story i wrote was the first first time i was with with my friend uh, on a ski trip. And from that, a lot of it is just, you know, I've always liked to journal. I like writing fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I really like getting people off mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I've read a lot of erotica online and I always get off to it. And maybe that's some where some of my dirtier fancy uh, fantasies come from. And so I just want to share my stories and, and you know, maybe people like it and they get hard at it and, you know, maybe a few people have some good masturbatory sessions reading what I write.
0: And now where um, do can people like do you do you want to plug your sort of erotic like where is it? Like can people find it?
2: Well, I I won't I, I don't wanna say out myself. I won't say the names of my stories, uh unless people specifically request whatever. Um Okay. But the, the website I've always gone for is nifty dot org, and my oh, okay. dot now. But nifty, great. they're divided like gay, lesbian, bisexual, um, transgendered. But um, I maybe have a dozen stories. Now, I don't write often. Um, I actually spent this morning writing because I have a lot of free time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but most heavily based on actual experiences, uh, actual encounters. Um, definitely a, a more in-depth look at just you know the specifics of some of the the dirtier things I've done, like going to the bathhouse or getting mm-hmm. fucked in a park bathroom, um, stuff like that, being throat fucked in the back of a bar.
0: So you've um, done all these things. I, I have. And you write about um, it.
2: I do. Mm-hmm. The, the juice your stories for sure.
0: Right. And now your wife, obviously, I would assume that your wife doesn't know about this because unless you tell her that these are made up stories. I mean, do you <laughs> let her read your story?
2: That's exactly what I do. I do have her read them, and, and again, maybe this is where my hesitation to tell her that they are true comes from. She likes them. She comments the writing, the style, all that, like, the quality of the piece, but, you know, is a little mum on the actual content of what's going on.
0: Right. But did she ever wonder, like, she's never put two and two together?
2: Um. Well, I've described it, now. Oh, it's therapy, like, You know, if I'm bored and, you know, mentally pent up or don't have a release for creativity or whatever, you know, I'll I'll go a little off the deep end. No, but I mean, if you were my guy,
0: okay, and you were like into guys, right? And you were open about it. And I knew that you fucked guys. And then you're writing erotica and you're writing these stories about you having (laughs) all this kind of like, you know... orgies and gangbangs and all this stuff that you have bukkake parties and trains and all this stuff you've explained like fucking guys in bathrooms in the park and i would be like babe like is this what you want to do like obviously these are fantasies of yours like where do these thoughts and these descriptions and all this sort of stuff come from right if this is what you're Mm -hmm. writing to make other people hot obviously it's what makes you hot right and
2: and she knows that's that's you know what i'm into and i she knows i think that's some really hot stuff but
0: so why doesn't um, she think also, that you want to so, do
2: it like why I, like i don't know if she does or not um, uh-huh. she knows i'm definitely wilder than she is but it just hasn't we haven't pulled that thread too hard yet yeah and, and i think like you can there, maybe, eventually you know, ex- ease her into it yeah your stories are the perfect way like a new idea then then you know maybe that's a very smart Uh, Pick your moral thing to do
0: pick. I think so. I think you're pretty damn lucky that she's totally cool with what you're into. I think she's super open minded and you've been with her for a while. You have a kid together. I think there's like to have that the the sometimes I think like the worst thing about it would be the deception of it. Maybe not so mm-hmm. much what you're doing, the fact that you lied to her. And if it was me, I'd be like why would you lie? Like I was like letting you be like with people. Like there would be you know, I think that would maybe hurt her cuz she's so cool with you to and to Yeah. right yeah. that she'd and- be like why would you lie? I think that was the worst part of it. Not so much what you're doing, you know.
2: Hmm. And, and that does weigh on me you know it is uh, a mental crossroads I'm at because I, I, I love everything I do but there is I wish I had done approached it differently with her um, and, but I think and, you, you know, kind of like said, it I'm, that she doesn't know in the
0: no but you also say there's a part of you that thinks it's better that she like there mm-hmm. is a part of it that makes it a little bit more dirty and raunchy that she doesn't know but I think that if you told her And she knew it would still be just as hot. I really do think you could pretend Mm -hmm. she doesn't know, you know, and I just think it would be better for you eventually if you let her know. Maybe you pick like the lightest story of your eroticas and say like, you know what? Like I'm thinking like, would it be cool? Like, would you mind if I like tried this out like in real life or is it better if I keep it a fantasy? Like, what do you think? You know what I mean? And just like feel her out.
2: Yeah. And, there's the associated risk and, and you know, the, the thing I would change in stories is, you know, the story is a, a story. And even if it is heavily based on fact, like all of a sudden everything's bareback. So it's all unprotected. And right. you know, the story, I've got five loads of cum dripping on my ass and everyone's just fucking away. Um, that would be a red flag, of course, you know, being a family man. Um, the I'm very risk adverse, of course. Right. Um, so I'd have to clarify, like, well, no, it's all protected. It's uh, No one trusts these people the same way I trust you. And, of course. Um, because there, there would be a lot of caveats to it, I suppose.
0: Of course, but that that's the stuff that she would probably bring up without you bringing it up. But if you bring that up first, it's perfect. You could be like, I really want to mm. do this, but of course I wouldn't, like, this was a made up story. <laughs> Look I wouldn't.
2: How proactively, I've planned this. <laughs>
0: no, you could. There's no planning. You were just writing these stories for people, but you mm. could say, like, now maybe I would like to do this one thing. Of course I wouldn't. I would never be so dumb to do it without the condoms because I wouldn't want anything to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that would be cool? Like, I don't, you know. And I don't know, feel her out that way. If she said, no, you could go back to, you know, you're still doing it. You're not denying yourself of anything.
2: (laughs) I just think. Yeah, that's true. That that honestly wouldn't. uh,
0: What's the worst case scenario? She says, no fucking way. And she believes she doesn't have a clue that you're doing it. You know, you still could fuck these other guys and she knows about it and everything's fine. But maybe she says, "Okay, like, that's fine with me. Just, you know, make sure you wear a condom or whatever, you know, and then it's okay. Who knows? I don't know. I think you should. She's the type of person that you should at least try. I think it's a lot harder for like the straight guy that calls me up that's been married to somebody for like, you know, 15 years that thinks they're like a normal straight guy, you know, quote unquote. And that he's been like blowing guys and wants to tell her that he's totally by, you know, she has known since day one. She can you know, I, I just think, you know, you should try with her because, you know, like I said, worst case scenario.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and someday I will, um, you definitely bring two tactful ways in which to do that. Yeah. Um, but keep running. maybe I just need a man up and, and do it. Um,
0: Maybe not, you no. know, I don't know. I just, I, I can't <laughs> understand. It doesn't, I, I I, know that you say that, it, like, you know, I just think, you know, maybe you're doing it because it is hotter just to do it behind her back more than uh-huh. you do it because you don't think she'd understand. I don't know. Or maybe there's some shame involved. I don't know. I, because I think it seems like because of how honest you've been and she's cool with it, that she'd be okay. Like, I, I think it's like a weird line to draw uh, with somebody and when you have such an open relationship where both people are bi, both people are sleeping with other people, long-term people of the same sex, you know, to... Um, to keep this a secret that's just I don't know it's something it's hard for me to understand so that's why I keep harping on it but maybe I'm wrong you know not maybe I'm wrong well, and, I'm probably and like wrong said, maybe
2: subconsciously I get off on the, the deception
0: yeah um, I think so that, that
2: would definitely require some more introspection on my part yeah and that's okay. just the physical yeah.
0: I don't want to ruin your orgies you know with making you think <laughs> <laughs> you, you I'm not, not here. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like, I don't want to <laughs> be a fucking cock block into your life. I mean, you're no, no, having. I will find a way. Okay, Where cool. There is a will, there is a way. And I don't want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you probably have like 80 more stories to tell my people, you know, because I like, I mean, we're over an hour already, and I feel like it just took this long to get like sort of the whole story and some specifics of some stories. But like, you just said, oh, like when I fucked in the back bathroom in the park and when I did this and I'm just like, oh, we don't even time. I didn't
2: time. mean to drop those little, uh, no, but you could always those little Easter eggs.
0: Yeah, but we could always do a part two. That's what I do with people when they have a lot more stuff because sometimes it takes me a long time to get to those like hot stories that some people want to hear, you know, because I'm so interested in all the other details, you know, like your mm-hmm. and, life and, and story. Maybe
2: I belabored a few like the first time and kind of set up the backstory and the army experience. You know, I probably drag that on. But, no, but that's okay. But I like that stuff because plenty of on my sucking cock in a variety of places with a variety of men right Uh, plenty of stories to go around
0: have you do you know about the guys uh the maverick men do you know them talking about gay porn they're very famous in the gay porn uh thing they do they invite regular guys to come in and do have sex with them and they shoot it for porn and stuff they're called the maverick men oh really yeah and I did an interview with them you can't find like you could find it on libsyn um if like you know cause only iTunes and Stitcher only shows my last hundred episodes but I've done over 200 episodes so Mm -hmm. uh Uh, the one with the Maverick men is there and they, uh, I interviewed them and they're like an open gay couple who fuck tons of guys. And they're, uh, very famous in that world. They were like regular guys who were like videotaping themselves and putting it up online. And then they became super well known and downloaded. And then they turned it into a thing and they're like, make a lot of money doing it now. And they're called the Maverick men. They're here in New York. Yeah. You can maybe meet up with them next time you come to New York. (laughs) But anyway, I'll try and get some
2: training in in, uh, New York.
0: Yeah, go check them out. But also, you know, if you want to come back on and tell some more specific stories uh, whenever you want, I'd be glad to have you back on because I'm sure people would want to hear them.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'd be happy to be your guest anytime. Just just give me a shout.
0: Yeah, we'll do it again. I'll email you about that and we'll coordinate that. But thanks for calling in and we'll talk to you again Fantastic. soon.
2: Well, thank you for uh, giving me a little forum here to happily explain and get things off my chest.
0: Yeah, and you're going to be able to tell more stories next time. <laughs>
2: Well, hopefully, I'll have a story tonight if all goes well. all right. Well, that's my time off.
0: All right, cool. Have fun tonight, and then we'll hear about it next time on your part two.
2: Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Take care.
0: Chris. Bye.